John 10 and verse 1. Jesus speaking. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. I tell you the truth. Anyone who sneaks over the wall of the sheepfold, rather than going in through the gate, must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. If you're a sheep, just say, Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> How many of you guys are thankful that you belong to him? Isn't that good? And how many of you guys are thankful that he leads you? Amen. He's the good shepherd. You talk about a good pastor. Amen. He leads us. I'm so thankful that we don't have to be led around by circumstances of life. We can be led by him. The Bible says that those who are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God. It's so important, and I pray in 2020, that you're not led by any other thing other than the Holy Spirit and the voice of God that comes to you. Are you with me? You're not led by people. You're not led by opinions of man. You're not led by the circumstances or what it looks like. We are only led by Him. Can you say amen? amen. Can you say a better amen? amen? Hallelujah. So He calls His own sheep by name. I'm so glad He knows our name. He knows... Tom and Linda Lafferty. He knows Rosie and Ray Bechtel. And there's nothing that anyone in this room is going through that's a surprise to God. Like God telling you to do something and who's ever gone to the Lord and said, well, Lord, I can't do that. Lord, you don't understand what I'm going through right now. Like God's up there and say, oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't know. I, you know I'm so busy up here. He knows exactly what you're going through. Amen. And never go to the Lord and say, Lord, you can't use me to do this because I did this and I have that. Lord, I have a past. Like the Lord didn't know everything about you. <laughs> Who's ever done this or been around people who make excuses of why God can never use them? I'm too young. I'm too old. I'm too short. I'm too tall. I'm too skinny. I'm too fat. I'm too, uh, I'm too bald. Who knows what I'm talking about? People, yes. uh, you know, I have too much hair. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. You know what I'm talking about. Amen? I'm so glad he uses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Yeah. Right. Amen? He knows everything about you. There's nothing you can bring to the Lord and tell him that he doesn't already know. So when he tells you to do something, just do it. Whatever he says, do it. Amen. I believe the Lord wants to lead you somewhere in 2020. So he calls you by name. He knows everything about you. I'm going to go over to the King James. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it says uh, in verse 3, it says, To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and he leadeth them out. And it says, And he putteth, and when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. So it says in verse 3 that the Lord, he goes before us. I believe in 2020 that the Lord is already going before you and he's leading you into a good land. He's leading you into a good place. I believe that 2020 will not be a repeat of 2019. I believe it's going to be your best year. I believe it's our finest hour. Are you with me? Come on, we're, we're sitting right now in a city. The fields are wide unto harvest. The spirit of the living God is upon us to bind up broken hearts, to cause the blind to see. This is our finest hour to set men free. It's a David Engel song. (laughs) 
So he's going before you, and he's leading him. Are you following him, or are you following the voice of reason? Are you following him, or are you following, well, what will people think of me if I do that? Well, what will people say? Well, they're going to say it anyway, and they're going to think it anyway. You might as well just do it. Don't be afraid of the opinions of people of what you're doing for the Lord. People will always have an opinion of what they think you should be doing. A lot of people have a lot of opinions of what they think I should be doing. They have opinions of what they think I should wear, what my hair should look like, what I should say, how I should talk. One time I preached over in Turkey, and I preached, and, and I felt so good about it. People were getting touched, and, and God was moving. And then I, th- I was, felt really good about how the service went. And then this lady, prophetess, came to me afterwards. And, and she started, I mean, ran me up and down. You, you were looking at the front row. You didn't look in the back row. You should have looked to the people in the back, and you shouldn't have said this. You shouldn't have said this this way. And, you know, you need to, and then she told me, you need to go to the gym and start exercising more. <laughs> I thought, who is this lady? I don't even know who you are. I'm not saying you're not wrong. I need to go to the gym. Who are you? I'm so glad people don't have, like, the ability to change you unless you let them. Man, they would take you. They would, like, pull your nose out. (laughs) They'd move your eyebrows. You know, they'd change your hair. You know, change your voice. You know, who's thankful that we don't have to be like anybody else, and we don't have to conform to what people think. We can just be more and more like Jesus. And we should encourage one another to just become more like Jesus and not try to make carbon copies of ourselves, amen, or lead anyone after the flesh. I don't know about you. In 2020, I want to be more like him than anyone else, than any other thing. Amen? Are you with me? Hallelujah. So, uh, so it says that, that he leads them out. He's going before us, and, and he's leading us. So, so are, are you following him? Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm going to follow him in 2020. I don't care what he tells me to do. It could be ridiculous. I'll do it. Amen. And I'm beyond what people say. I deleted my Facebook, so I can't hear most of it anyway. If you blab your mouth on there, I don't even see it. Amen. We used to have one lady, she'd come to the church, and one day she got really mad because I asked people to stop bringing soda into the service because every time during the altar call, every head bow, every eye close, it's a holy moment, you'd hear suddenly, like how casual can you get in the presence of God? And then it's like, okay, I can tolerate that, but when you spill your drink every Sunday, trying to have an altar call here, and then you spill the drink, and then you have three women around the spill, and I'm trying to preach, and you have three women all giving their opinion of how to clear it up from the carpet. Man, let the thing stain the presence of God's in this place. So it was like a distraction. So I put it up on the wall, please, no drinks in the sanctuary. And I was in my office. She came a little early. She read the sign. She started cussing in the, in the foyer. She started cussing. She was mad. She left. The, she didn't even attend the church. She goes back. She posts on Facebook. <laughs> she said, anybody who knows me knows I always have a Pepsi in my purse. And if that church won't let me have a Pepsi, they're rejecting me too. I thought, man, how twisted do you have to be that your whole identity is in Pepsi? <laughs> you talk about needing to get set free. <laughs> a Pepsi demon. Who ever heard of the thing? <laughs> I command that spirit of Pepsi, come out. Fizz starts coming out of her mouth. It doesn't not foam. Fizz. It's a joke. Lighten up. Amen. Are you with me, or did you go home? <laughs> the stuff you go through in ministry. Amen. So he calleth his own sheep by by name. He leads them out, and uh, and he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. For they know his voice. Amen. They know his voice. Hallelujah. I'm so glad. I don't have to get someone's opinion. Do you think the Lord spoke to me? If you come to me and say, do you think the Lord spoke to me? I'll tell you right now, he probably didn't. If you even have to ask the question. That's like asking. You know, it's like an elephant walks on you. And then you come to me and say, do you think an elephant just walked on me? (laughs) Well, did it? I think so. I mean, I saw this big Paul come and boom, it just kind of fell on me and. 
I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't, when the Lord speaks, you'll, you'll know it in your knower. You'll know the Lord, he just, he just spoke to me. Who, who knows what I'm talking about? And if you've never heard his voice like that in 2020, I believe it's going to be your year because he says, my sheep know my voice. And, and we're just those people who happen to believe that God still speaks in 2020. Amen. Amen. He speaks. He speaks. There's people in the church. They don't believe he speaks anymore. But he still speaks today. Amen. And he'll speak to you. He spoke to me. He'll speak to you too. Are you with me? Hallelujah. So the Lord still speaks. Hallelujah. Let's keep going here. Hallelujah. It says in verse 5, that it says, in the voice of a stranger, they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. This parable Je spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they, uh, they were which he spake unto them. And then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep, and all that ever come before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door, and by me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. And, and of course, my favorite verse, verse 10, The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I've come that they might have life, and they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd, and the shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But he that is a hireling and not the shepherd who own the sheep, uh, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, cometh, and leaveth the sheep and fleeth. And the wolf catches them and scatters the sheep. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and he cares not for the sheep. But I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known by them. And the Father knows me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I will bring in, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Therefore doth my Father love me, because I lay down my life for them, that I might take it up again. No man takes it from me, but I lay my life down of myself." I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. <laughs> Come on. This commandment I've received from my Father. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, my sheep know my voice, the voice of a stranger. They won't follow. So I'll ask you the question as a believer, whose voice are you listening to? Because that tells me right there that other voices are going to come to you. But Jesus said, we're not going to listen to those voices, and we're not going to follow those voices. And I want to tell you something, as long as you stay with a right heart, right attitude, clean hands, clean heart, keeping the word of God number one, keeping your life and your heart right before him, you don't have to be afraid of those other voices. Though they will come, we're of those who follow the voice of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Other voices are going to try to come to you. There are voices that are coming from the media, voices from friends. Vo you know, I think it's so funny when, you know, the media tells Christians how they're supposed to be. <laughs> Don't you just love that? When Chris Wallace, if you were really a Christian, you would do this. Never let people who hate Christians tell a Christian how a Christian is supposed to live. Amen. Well, how could you support this president and be a Christian at the same time? Easy. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So don't let the media tell you what a Christian is supposed to walk, uh, how he's supposed to walk, how he's supposed to talk, how he's supposed to say, what he's supposed to support. We go to the Word of God, not what some news network tells us. Are you with me? Yes. Not what society tells us. Right. Society is going to change its change through the generations, through the centuries. However, God's Word never changes. Amen. Amen. God is not a progressive. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. So this is no, Christianity is just progressing. It's the times are different. You know, where churches are being built right now, where they're telling people in the seminaries, don't mention the blood of Jesus because today's society, they get scream, squeamish around blood. So they're taking the blood of Jesus out of the music. They're taking the blood of Jesus out of their doctrine. But I got news for you. Without the blood, we don't have anything. There is no anything. Yeah, that is 
it's the blood that saves us. It's the blood that washes us. It's the blood that causes us to overcome. So we talk about it all the time here. Because the Lord told me, find out what they're doing and do the opposite. And we're doing it. Amen. <laughs> Come on. God doesn't change with society. Society needs a... Hallelujah. Who's with me this morning? God changes not. Amen. Now, our understanding of God is, is we're getting more and more revelation. We're getting a clearer and clearer picture of him through the centuries. We're seeing, you know, God, uh, you know, in the early 1900s, the Pentecostal movement into the 60s. We saw the charismatic movement. But did you notice all those movements brought us to what the Bible says? It was all there in the year 1703. Hallelujah. In fact, I have a book called 2,000 Years of Charismatic Christianity where I can show the baptism in the Holy Ghost, miracles, signs, and wonders all the way from the start through 2,000 years of history. All the way to where the Catholic Church were burning Christians at the stake, calling them witches because they spoke with other tongues. If you wonder where tongues is of the devil came from, the Catholic Church, they would burn them at the stake as witches. Isn't that crazy? Anyway, other voices are going to try to come to you. Fear, discouragement is going to try to come. Who knows what I'm talking about? Fear, discouragement. The, the lies of the enemy. The, the enemy will come to you and lie to you. You're not enough. You're not good enough. Wait, wait, wait. What what'd you say, devil? I can't do it? Well, the Bible says I can do all things through Christ. Who gives me the strength to do it? Now, on my own ability, I'll fall flat on my face. Trust me, if I pastored this church on my own ability, I would be in a mental institution in a straitjacket with drool coming out of my mouth, going, ministry, ministry, kashakton, I would already be crazy, man. So, so thank God. You know, we do it in his power. We do it in his ability. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by his spirit. Whatever God's telling you to do, don't do it in the arm of the flesh. Do it with the Holy Ghost. Are you with me? Yes. Hallelujah. You're going to start it in the spirit, perfect it in the flesh? No. Stay full of the Holy Ghost. You're going to do it with him. Can you say amen? amen. So the devil will lie to you. Amen. Voices will come to you. Sometimes people, remember, Peter took Jesus aside and said, Jesus, far be it from you to go to the cross. And Jesus had to tell Peter, get behind me, Satan. That chapter cracks me up because, you know, at the beginning of the chapter, Jesus tells Peter, blessed are you. You're the rock upon which, you know, your name is, you know, see, you know Peter, the rock upon which I'll build my church. And then at the end of the chapter, he's calling him Beelzebub, Lord of the flies himself. Peter had stick foot and mouth syndrome. Who, who knows someone with have mouth stick foot in it? Who knows what I'm talking about? But Peter, when he spoke to Jesus to discourage him from going to the cross, here's the thing. There are a lot of good people around you who just don't see what you see. And so they might come to discourage you. You don't need to be harsh on those people. Hello. Because they might not see what you see. When the Lord speaks to you to do something, it could sound crazy to other people. Imagine if the Lord spoke to you, go build an ark. Who would like to get that call from the Lord? Go build an ark. And then, of course, you know, you're all excited. Man, the Lord just spoke to me. Hallelujah. The Lord told me to build an ark. Who would sign up for that? Then you're all excited. You get the axe. You go out. No one's helping you, but you just go out and do it, man, because the Lord spoke to you. You find the first tree. Who's ever cut down a tree before? I cut down when I was 12 years old a tree that big. Man, it took me all day. I was, you know, because it was like a healthy tree, you know, and I'm cutting the thing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I finally had to get my four-wheeler, tie the thing. My four-wheeler was doing ramps, you know, and I'm cutting the thing. Man, that took hours. And then I thought of Noah, who had, how long did he spend on that first tree? And then it finally falls after who knows how long, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. And then you got to turn it into a plank. And that was the first tree. And then you see the whole forest that needs to be cut down so you can turn that into an ark. 
Who, who, would, who thinks that Noah probably looked at that forest and got a little overwhelmed? And then no one's helping you except your family. Thank God for family. So there's going to be opportunities to get discouraged. There's going to be opportunities to quit. There's going to be times where the enemy is going to lie to you. There's going to be times where it's going to seem like everybody's going to be against you. But I believe that God's raising up a people in Coshocton that aren't going to quit, that are not going to take the line of least resistance, that are not going to take the, the path of comfort. I believe God's raising up an army in Coshocton, Ohio, that are going to take God as word. As we said last week, charge hell with a dry water pistol. <laughs> Amen? So everyone, are you on the same page with me? Other voices are going to come, media, friends, family. You know, when I, went to, uh, when I went to the River Bible Institute, my mom and dad sat me down. They said, we feel like you're getting into a cult. <laughs> now they love Rodney, you know. But, but they read the handbook, and it's because they had a dress. You know why? You know why? Because they had a dress code. So that equals cult. <laughs> you know, because you know, people don't understand, like, a dress code? That's a cult. wasn't that called of course now that's what people have called us you're in a cult this morning did you drink that coffee before you came in in the foyer <laughs> Please. what a bunch of losers amen and the people who said that they don't even go to church they don't even go to a church Amen? Hallelujah. Other voices will come to you. Don't listen to those voices. We only listen to him. Are you with me? We only listen to him. We only listen to him. Hallelujah. Don't listen to the voice of fear. Fear will try to come to you. Fear paralyzes. Faith energizes. Fear will try to slow you down. Fear will come. Amen. Hallelujah. Some people have fear of fear. Don't fear. The Lord is with you. Amen. And if he spoke it, it will surely come to pass. Don't listen to the voice of unbelief. Now, I'll just say this. If you get around me, I don't respond to fear, and I don't respond to unbelief. So if you come to me, and you try to load fear and unbelief onto me, I'll flat rebuke you. Because it's not going to work on me. I mean, if there is a problem, don't come to me and say, oh, we're, we're, it, this is going to be this big mess, and we don't know what we're going to do. No, I'll, I'll flat rebuke you. There is an answer. If there's a problem, we'll deal with it, but don't come and try to pump fear into me. Right. Amen? I'm a faith person. Right. I have faith in my DNA, and we're going to believe God for the answer. Can you say amen? amen? So I don't operate around fear. Amen. Hallelujah. So when you're trying to move forward with God or you're faced with a certain situation, there will always be other voices coming to you. Amen. Hallelujah. So it's important that we find out what God's word says about every situation. Always look to the word. Always go to the word. If you're faced with a situation, what does God's word say? And if the word says it, I believe it, and that just settles it right there. Amen. And, and I'll just say this. Some people, how they read the Bible... It's like they're looking for the loophole, and a lot of people, when they read the Bible, they're arguing with the Bible. So they're reading it, and then you could see it on their face. They're reading it. And they're arguing with the Bible. Like God doesn't know what he's doing. The Bible says that the scriptures are God-breathed. Amen. And I'll just say this. I love books. I read many books. I love books. But not just a book about the Bible. I didn't read the book about the book of Romans. I actually read the book of Romans. So don't just read the book about the book. Crack this open. Read the Bible. Are you with me? And find out for yourself what God's word says about whatever you're going through, about whatever situation. And once you find it, don't argue with it. Amen. 
Just receive it. The Bible says in Hebrews, humbly receiving the word of God. Amen. And then there's another verse in Hebrews that talks about the children of Israel. Who, and it says, and I wish I had it wrote down. But there's a verse in Hebrews that says that the word did not profit the children of Israel because they didn't mix it with faith. This word will not profit you if you don't mix it with faith. Amen. Are you with me? Yeah. So when you see it, you receive it like a little child, and then you believe it, and, and this is just, I'm going to operate in this. Amen. Right. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm just going to believe it, and man, I don't care if they put it on my tombstone. He believed God, and he didn't quit. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Jesus said this word is a foundation upon which we can build our life. The storm is going to come. The storm is going to come to every one of us. But if your life is built upon this word right here, not my words, forget about that. If your life is built upon this word, when the storm comes, you will not fall. Everyone say this with me. Say, I will not fall. I will not fall. In, 2020. in 2020. In Jesus' name. So I wrote here, surround yourself with people who are filled with the word, who are filled with faith, and people who are going to speak words of faith over you. Surround yourself with those people. Amen. Some people are so negative. If they touched a car battery, it would die. <laughs> Who's ever been around a person like that? Negative. <laughs> it's like, man. <laughs> they, they find fault in everything and in everyone. Who knows what I'm talking about? We, we shouldn't be like that as believers. Because the Bible says, look at no man after the flesh. We are to see people the way Jesus sees people, and we are to see the situations of life as Jesus sees them. Hello? We're to see, we're to see as Jesus sees. We have been given the mind of Christ. Amen? So don't walk around in 2020 fault-finding and coming up with all the reasons why this word is not going to work for you. No. If it's going to work for anyone, it's going to work for you in 2020. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You're going over. You're not going under. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. I don't care if everybody in Coshocton stops believing the Bible. I will still believe the Bible. And I'll still trust the Holy Spirit. And I'll say this too. It's the Word and it's the Holy Spirit. It's both. Amen. Hallelujah. All Word and you'll dry up. All Spirit, you'll blow up. But when you bring the two together, you'll grow up. And when Jesus comes back, you'll go up. And when the offering plate goes by, you'll give up. No, that's a joke. <laughs> that's a joke. Amen. Hallelujah. Who's with me? Because it takes the Holy Spirit to give you revelation of the Word of God. He illuminates the Word to you. He makes it real to you. Amen. So it's the, this, this church is the Word and the Spirit. You go on our website, anywhere you see advertisement, it's the word and the spirit. Amen? Hallelujah. So surround yourself with people who are, who are filled with the word of God. People who are going to speak words of faith over you. Now, that's not to say if you find someone in the church who's discouraged that you shouldn't come around and, 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 and write that person off just because someone's discouraged. You need to encourage each other in the Lord. Right. Amen? Amen. You need, now, I'll say this. There was a couple years ago where, actually three years ago, where I began to get attacked by the devil with discouragement. It was totally demonic. Where every Sunday I would drag out of bed, and I was just so discouraged with the church, and I started to question if I even heard the Lord, which I did. And uh, every, after every service, I was going to end the service by saying, well, thank you guys for coming. This is our last Sunday service. We're not going to have another one. Thank you guys for being with us. And I was going to close the church down. And it was, it was like every service that I was getting attacked with discouragement all through the week. I was just discouraged. Who knows what, who's ever faced discouragement, you know? But the Bible says encourage yourself in the Lord. And so I dealt with this for about a month. Now, no one knew, you know, because one thing is I know when I get in front of people, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in faith. You'll never see me come up here and say, now just pray for me, everybody. I'm, I, all hell can be coming up against me. But... I will say this, I do have the joy of the Lord and I have the anointing and God's been good to me. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. But, but anyway, I dealt with this for a, for a month and one day I was, in my, I was in my living room and it was, like, it was like, who's ever faced in your thought, in your mind, it's like a battering ram against your mind. It's like the enemy trying to gain access to your mind. 
where the enemy will lie to you and say, oh, that person doesn't really love you, or oh, that person is out to get you, or oh, you're, you're going to fail. You're not going to have enough money at the end of the month. Who knows the thoughts? Now, I'll say this. You can't stop the birds from flying over your head, but you can stop them from making a nest in your hair. You can't stop the thoughts from coming to you, but you can stop them before they become a stronghold in your mind. Right? So it's so important that as believers, and I'm getting better and better at this. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I think Edie has a stronghold in her mind against the cat. She really she has nothing but bad thoughts about the cat. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and, uh, I don't think she wants to be free. She, she's very, <laughs> she, she thinks the cat needs deliverance. And, uh, but anyway, so, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, <laughs> she wants to bring animal sacrifices back. Oh, no, anyway, that's a joke. Amen. Hallelujah. So, but anyway, the, the, it was like a battering ram was coming against me. Boom, boom. This give up, quit, do something else. You're wasting your 20s. What are you doing in Kashok and all this stuff? And one day I was in my living room and I shouted at the top of my lungs. And I said, devil. I shouted. I said, I will not quit. And when I said that and I shouted that and I just made a decision, I refuse to quit. You see, the devil knows when he thinks that he can get in on you. When he thinks that there's a weakness there, he'll keep pushing it. The Bible says resist the devil and he'll flee from you. It doesn't say he'll flee from God. It says he'll flee from you. God's in you. Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil. He'll run from you. And, but you have to resist him. If you just let him come in and set up shop in your mind. You're best friends with Jezebel and Jingle Bell. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, your, your <laughs> hey, bud, your prayer ministry is led by the seven sons of Sceva. Amen. <laughs> then you're going to have issues. Surround yourself with people of faith. Surround yourself who the word of God is working in their life. Because people can talk. People can talk. Oh, yeah, God's doing this, God's doing that. But is there really results? Is there eternal fruit coming from their life? I don't know about you. I want to be around people who are of faith. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Everyone say this. Say, I refuse to quit. I refuse to quit. Amen. Amen. The devil won't know how to deal with you if you're like that. Have a resolve. I will not draw back. I'm going forward, not backwards. In Jesus' name. Some of you, what do you even have to go back to? The Lord's brought you out of religion and tradition and poverty and... What is there to go back? Egypt? Let me hear the crack of the Egyptian whip one more time. And just go back into bondage just for a couple days. I miss it there, you know. Come on. Amen. So uh, whose voice are you listening to? We're, we, we listen to him. Amen? Amen? If he's spoken it, that's what I care about. Amen? Number two, discern his voice. The word know, my sheep know my voice, and the voice of the stranger they will not follow. The word know... You can look it up as the word Ido in the Greek, which means also to discern, to discern, to know his voice. And we're not going to go there this morning, but you can read 1 Samuel 3 when God called to the prophet Samuel, Samuel. And then Sam, Samuel gets up. He was just a boy. And he goes to Eli. And he's like, did you call me? And then Eli said, no, go back to sleep. So he goes back. And then again, he hears, hears Samuel. And Samuel wakes up. He's just, again, a boy, and he goes to Eli. Eli, I'm here. Did you call? And, and Eli goes, go back to bed. I didn't call you. So he goes back to bed. A third time, the Lord speaks and calls to him, Samuel. And he gets up. He goes to Eli. Eli said, Eli knew. That's the Lord. He said, when you go back, when the Lord speaks to you again, say, here I am. I'm your servant, and I'm listening. Who knows what I'm talking about? Go read that. Say, you you got to know, and, and I'll say it this way, you need to be sensitive when the Lord is speaking to you. A lot of that has to do with you shutting up. Who's ever been on the phone with somebody? And then they talk. As a pastor, people like to talk to you, which is fine. I like to listen. Amen. However, I know my ears, sometimes they look a little big, but they're not trash can lids, just so you know. 
They are not for you to open up and dump trash. In the, and I don't, as a pastor, I don't have to put up with that either. Amen. So it's not in the scripture that I have to listen to people's trash. Amen. People come to me. Oh, you know what this person said about you? I don't care. I care more about what I flushed down the toilet this morning than what that person said about me. <laughs> Could care less. Couldn't care less. Amen. Hallelujah. So a lot of it has to do with you quieting yourself in your prayer time to listen. Because if you've ever been on the phone with someone, who's ever you had something to tell the person, but you couldn't get a word in edgeways. And even when you tried to start speaking, after 30 minutes, there's a pause because they're like, <gasps> they're catching their breath. And then you go to speak, and who's ever you start speaking, then they cut you off to keep going. Oh, that reminds me of that. And by the time you're off the phone, you're like, oh, my goodness. Hit me again. I'm still conscious, you know. And, uh, but, but, you know, when you pray to the Lord, now look, prayer is communication with the Lord, but it's also the Lord communicating to you. You use that communication line with the Lord. Now, that means you speak, and then you take time, and you listen for him to speak. Who, who, who does that? You take a little bit of time, and you, you listen. Amen. Some people's quiet time is very quiet. Amen. But the Lord actually has something he wants to speak to you, too. Right? Right? But you need to put yourself in a position to where during your prayer time, you're not just blabbing. And the Lord listens and he wants to hear and he wants to, he's receiving your prayers. But the Lord wants to speak something to you as much as you want to speak something to him. He doesn't have a mouth that cannot speak. Are you with me? So are you listening? You need to be sensitive to the Lord when he's trying to speak to you. And you need to recognize when God is trying to speak to you. When you're in the middle of your day, maybe you're eating or having lunch, and the Lord, you feel by the Spirit, I need to go pray. Well, are you going to go pray or are you going to, well, I mean, I'm busy right now, Lord, I'm busy. Don't do that. When the Holy Spirit comes to you, he says, go pray about this. You need to go and put yourself away. Go pray about it. Amen? Amen. If the Lord's trying to speak to you, you need to put yourself in a position to hear his voice and to receive from him. But that has to do with you being sensitive. And I pray in 2020, if you develop anything, you develop a sensitivity to the Lord when he's trying to speak to you. Amen. Oh, not now, Lord. You know, people don't do that, but they do do that. I'm busy. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. That's why we're having a week so you can take one week and immerse yourself in the presence of God this month or, or next month. Amen. It's going to be an awesome time. So... Uh, hallelujah. You need to learn to recognize when the Lord's trying to speak to you. God is calling out to many, but they're not tuned in to what he's trying to say to them or, or, or what he's saying to them. Amen? Hallelujah. Some people get only the picture, a, 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 a little bit of what God's saying, and then he had more to say to them, and they take a little bit and they run with it. You want to get the full picture, yeah. right? And I'll just say this too. The Lord speaks one step at a time. Yes. Yes, he does. Now, this is where you have to be a faith person. Because if the Lord spoke to you everything, you wouldn't do it. <laughs> if the Lord told me at the age of 16, okay, I'm going to send you to Bible school, then send you back to Coshocton, I wouldn't do it. I, honest, I probably would have stayed at Bueller's and worked in bag groceries. I'd still be a bagger. Amen. Edie would be dating a bagger. No, I'm joking. <laughs> she wouldn't. Amen. Hallelujah. Who knows what I'm talking about? So he'll only speak to you one step at a time. What's the last thing God spoke to you to do? Are you doing it? If he speaks to you to step out, why are you trying to get the next step after stepping out when you haven't even stepped out? You're still in the boat. Okay, Lord, I'm going to step out of the boat. However, do you have those little floaty arm floaties just in case I sink? <laughs> Don't look at me in that shocked in tone of voice. <laughs> it's important that you listen to him and you obey him and you take those steps of faith and take those steps of obedience. And once you do that, then he'll give you the next step. What did he tell Paul? Go to the city and then it will be told you what you must do. Mm. That's what he told. That, isn't that how he spoke to Paul? Yeah. Go to the city. He could have said, well, Lord, why don't you just tell me now? No, go to the city. 
and then it will be told you what you must do. So come on, take that step. I believe 2020 will be the day you take the step. Amen. Amen. When the Lord speaks to you, he will never speak to you to do something that violates the word of God. Never. It just won't happen. Amen. Amen. So yeah. Amen. <laughs> there are people now coming out with their own epistles. Amen. <laughs> There's some prophet over in Australia. He sent my pastor a whole book of, of his epistles. Please save your epistles. We have enough in the word of God. God's not coming out with new scripture. Amen. Come join us at the flood conference. There's a whole new scripture. You better run. Exactly. That's how the Mormon church started. Whole new go a new gospel. Yeah. Amen. So the Lord will never speak to you to do something that violates the word of God. He won't speak to you. Now listen very carefully. And it's unfortunate that I'm saying this because no one believes me because when the pastor says it. But I'm just going to tell you, the Lord will never tell you to overrule the authority of spiritual leaders and pastors in the church. If you do that, you're a flake. Amen. The Lord will deal with the pastor. Amen. The Lord will never tell you to do something that violates the authority of the pastor of the church. Amen. Are you with me? So in other words, if the pastor says, I don't want this Bible study going and you go ahead and start the Bible study, you're in sin. You're in error. I know that that rubs some people the wrong way, but you can go read 1 Peter 5, you can go read Hebrews, and you can go read the whole of the Old Testament, and you can see how the Lord dealt with people. So the Lord's not going to say, okay, uh, you go up and, and take the mic from the pastor, and you just preach. <laughs> that's how you get the five-fold ministry. Amen. That's, what, that's how you get tackled by the security. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'll say this too. The Lord, the Holy Spirit won't have you interrupt the service. Hello. When the Holy Spirit moves, it will actually enhance the service. Yes. Amen. What, no, because look, you'll see, and, and not here, we don't have this problem, but you'll see a, a minister uh, preaching, which if that person is preaching under the power of the Holy Ghost, and you get a prophetic word and pipe up and interrupt the pastor, that means the Holy Spirit is interrupting himself. It doesn't work that way, right? So if you get a word to give to the church, this is the best way to do it. Say, Lord, I have this word. If you want me to share it, have the pastor call me out, and then I'll share it. Amen? Does that make sense with everybody? Okay. Someone says, you're scratching my kitty litter. Amen. Well, no, look, rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. So the Lord wants to remove rebellion from people too. So a lot of people, they don't want to submit to spiritual authority that God said in the church. That is wrong. And I've watched people come to the church and we don't deal, we're not having that issue now. I'm just saying it. We, I, every person that's come to this ministry that didn't respect the authority that God set up, most of them are in another church. They're not serving God. Then they go from church to church to church, getting offended at every other pastor. And I'm telling you, that's not God's best for you. And if you think you're more spiritual than the pastor of your church, go to another church. Go somewhere where you're going to grow. If you bypass me, I'd be so happy. And, and then, you know, you can go somewhere else. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. We'll have a going away party for you. Anyway, discern his voice. Discern his voice. Are you with me? Are you with me? So another example of that, and Jen does a wonderful job, but if I ever told Jen, don't do this song on worship, and she just did it anyway, because, well, I felt the Spirit lead me. No, you didn't. You know, and she never does that. She is so good at, you know, never had a problem at all. Amen. I'm just saying that as an example, right? Agreement? Okay. Hallelujah. Uh, when the Lord speaks to you, he'll never speak to you to do something that violates the word of God. Uh, and lastly on that, many people, <laughs> sometimes I write my notes and I'm like laughing as I'm writing them. However, this is one of them. Many people have pizza revelations and pizza dreams. You know what that means? Who's, who's ever ate some plus one pizza or some pizza and then you go to sleep and aren't your dreams really vivid that night? Who knows what I'm talking about? Who knows what I'm talking about? You eat a big meal, you eat Thanksgiving, and then you have the really vivid dreams. And you wake up the next day and you say, oh, that had to be God. It was so vivid. Well, some people have these, these pizza dreams. And it wasn't really the Lord. It was actually they just ate too much pizza that night. 
and they had this dream and that they want to come and, and preach it as doctrine. So this, I'm talking about discerning his voice. Amen? I'll say one thing on dreams. If the Lord speaks to you in a dream, when you wake up, surely you should have the interpretation to that dream. Amen? Don't ask me to interpret your dreams. If you, do, if you really felt it was from the Lord and you don't know the meaning, write it down, pray about it, and ask the Lord to give you the interpretation. Because you can take it to five different preachers. They will all give you a different answer. Okay. Amen. Surely the Lord can speak to you. Right? The Lord can speak to you. Amen. Some people give me a big envelope, and it's nine pages. It's their dream, and I have to sit there. It's like reading a novel. Amen. And the Lord does speak in dreams. Amen. Who's had the Lord speak to you in a dream? Oh, yeah. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? But, you know, when it's the Lord, you should wake up, and you know this is the Lord. If you don't have the interpretation, write it down, pray about it, and the Lord will give it to you. Amen. And then it's even better when other people come and confirm what the Lord already spoke to you about the dream. Right? Yeah. Hey, let's do it that way. Glory to God. <laughs> so uh, Ezekiel 13, 1 through 3 talks about people prophesying out of their own imaginations. And, uh, and it talks about, and God rebuked the prophets because they were prophesying not from the Spirit of God, but they were prophesying out of their own head and out of their own spirit. Surely there's a higher way where we're prophesying by the Spirit of God. Amen? Who, who knows that you can prophesy by the Holy Ghost? Amen? So discern his voice, and you can do it, amen. You can discern his voice. It's, it begins in your prayer time. The Lord will speak to you during your prayer time. He'll speak to you in these services. Who, who's seen it here? The past, this year we had two visitors that in the middle of the meeting, they had visions, and then they came up and they shared the vision, and it was exactly, it just went along with the service. It was exactly, it was the Lord, amen. Is this good? Is anyone receiving anything? Should I change the subject? Should we do a backward somersault down the aisle there? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we'll end with, with this. Hearing God's voice for yourself. My sheep know my voice. The voice of a stranger they won't follow. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through him who strengthens me and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. In the Amplified it says, I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confidence and peace. I can do all things. That includes you can hear God's voice for yourself. Under the old covenant, the anointing went on the prophet, the priest, and the king. The people under the old covenant, they did not have the Holy Spirit like we have the Holy Spirit. That's why they actually wanted to live under the new covenant. The, the Bible says that the Old Testament people look forward to what we're walking in right now. So I don't understand why believers want to put themselves back under the old covenant when the Bible says we are under a better covenant based off of better promises, and the anointing only resided on the prophet, the priest, the king, the glory of God resided in the tabernacle behind the veil. But when Jesus said, it's finished, the Holy Spirit came out of that box, and now he lives in our heart. And the Bible says all those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Under the old covenant, people had to go to the prophet to hear what God was saying. Well, let's go to the prophet and uh, let's, let's, let's get a word from the prophet and see what the prophet's saying. Under the new covenant, every believer can be led and hear the voice of God for themselves. There are still prophets. There are, in Ephesians, it says there are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. But the New Testament prophet is different than the Old Testament prophet. You can't take the Old Testament prophets and apply it to a New Testament prophet. Paul, go read the life of Paul. He was a prophet. Okay? I'm not going to get into it all today other than to say we're not under the Old Covenant where we need to go seek out a prophet to get direction. <laughs> we don't have to do that. Because if you go down that road, you are no different than the people in the world who call a psychic hotline 
and pay 79 cents a minute. What's the Lord say? No, because there, amen. Oh, I got, I got to say off this. Amen. There, there are, uh, who's seen this on television? If you send $50 right now, you can get a prophetic word. And if you send $100, you can get the word from the major prophet. And if you send, and I've talked about this many times. Who's heard me talk about this? You know, if you spend $1,000 and you get the whatever. But look, we don't have to go like someone in the world to a psychic, to someone who's going to give us a spiritual reading. God will speak to you personally. Are you with me? And you can hear the voice of God. You can be led by the Holy Ghost. My sheep know my voice and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. You don't have to follow the enemy. You don't have to go the way of the world. You have the Holy Ghost. You can do all things. You can hear the voice of the Lord yourself. Isn't that so good? And God will put people around you who will confirm, amen, what God spoke to you. You know, when God said, go back to Coshocton, there's another generation of ministers in Coshocton. They just don't know who I am yet. The Lord spoke that to me. You know what? Three people came to me. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell even mom. I didn't tell anybody. Three people came to me, and, and they all said, Zach, the Lord's sending you back. And when you go back, there's a, there's a generation of ministers in your city who don't know who God is yet. They all gave me this. That's a specific word. That three people confirmed it. By the third time I heard it, I was like annoyed by hearing it. I thought, uh, someone came to me. They said, and they started telling me. I didn't go, oh, oh, wow, you're a prophet. Let me kiss your feet. You know what? The third person who came to me, I grabbed them. I said, I know. <laughs> and I kept going. <laughs> you know, because the Lord, I knew. I knew in my knower. I was at somewhere, and this lady, and, and the Lord used her. But, but she began to prophesy. She said, you're going to go to Finland. This was years ago. You're going to go to Turkey. You're going to go to Italy. You're going to go. And she listed everything the Lord had already told me that year. And, I, and then someone was next to me, and I was tuning my guitar. I was actually tuning my guitar. And she was giving me this word and everything that the Lord showed her. And, and, and then someone grabbed me. They said, you need to listen to her. Do you hear what she's saying right now? You need to stop tuning your guitar. Listen to her. The service starts in five minutes. I wanted to say, take a chill pill. <laughs> and I looked at her, and I said, ma'am, thank you for the word. I said, that just confirms what the Lord already spoke to me. I already, actually already knew. Because some people, because they've developed the ability to hear from the Lord, they think they're giving you information that you don't know. And prophecy is not for information. It's for edification. And it's to confirm what you already know. If someone comes to you, if I came to Ray and said, Ray, thus says the Lord, you're called to go to China but he doesn't even know Chinese. And the Lord didn't speak to him to go to China. I could prophesy him out of the will of God. Yeah. Who, who knows what I'm talking about? So, so this is an area where we, we should not despise it. We should operate in it, but we should also respect it and reverence it and not play around. Are you with me? Yeah. We don't play around with this because this is people's lives. Because there are some ministries, they'll tell you who you're supposed to marry. And they'll tell you all this stuff and what your kids are supposed to do. And they'll try to control people through prophecy, but they're prophesying from their own imaginations. And you've got to understand, too, that the devil has information on you. Yeah. And people can hear from the devil. Yeah. Is this good this morning? Yes. Yes, it is. Now, I'm only saying this because I love you, and I want you to have God's best. Amen? Amen? So that's my heart this morning. I want you to have God's best. You can hear the voice of God for yourself. You can, we are under the new covenant. We have the Holy Spirit and can be spirit-led and we can know his voice personally. I wrote here, everybody in the church is always seeking a Buddha belly to rub. <laughs> so rub the belly. Kiss the ring. Go to the man to get the God. No. You can go to the Lord personally. Right? Yes. That is my dream for this church. People who know how to pray. People who know how to, how to hear from the Lord themselves. The Lord actually spoke to me. He said, never get the people dependent upon you. He actually warned me. He said, never get, he said, you get them dependent upon me. And so that's what I'm doing this morning. I, I, and the Lord uses me in prophecy and everything else. However, 
My dream for you is that you hear the voice of the Lord yourself. And you don't have to go to a man to get to God. You can go to the Lord personally and the Holy Spirit can. And, and, and I'll say this too. Some people, you've you got to get confident in God who's in you. You need to be confident that he is in you and he's with you. And you do hear from the Lord. Amen? Because some people, are they walk around and they're unsure of themselves. And they're unsure that God is even with them sometimes. But I want to tell you, he is with you. He's with you. And he'll speak to you. And he'll walk with you. And he'll talk with you. And he'll tell you that you're his own. Who's going to get hungry to hear God's voice in 2020? Amen. 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 And the Lord will give you words for other people too, especially the lost. Especially the lost. I see it more for the unsaved people than I do the saved people. I do. I see more healings with the unsaved people than the saved people. You want to know why? Because as a believer, we should be able to go to God personally for healing, for, for wisdom, for direction, for freedom. But the unsaved people, we are to reach out to them right. and to be God's hand extended to them. Amen. I see you raising up. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 Now I'm, I'm finally ending with this. Are you with me? Hallelujah. 1230. We're good. Amen. We don't have our services. Never will. Amen. Praise God. Take our <laughs> time. If you have to go, you can go. We don't care. Amen. We love you, but we know people get hungry. Amen. Whose God is their belly. Amen. Isaiah 1 and verse 19. If you're willing and you're obedient, you'll eat of the good of the land. So when God speaks to you, do it. When he speaks to you, who cares what anybody else says? Right? And one final thing. You don't have to prove anything to anyone. Well, they won't think I'm spiritual. Who cares? Most people don't think I'm spiritual. Because I don't act weird. <laughs> Normal. Amen. I had my friend come one time. We were playing video games. And uh, glory of God came in the room. So I took him in another room and just started reading the Bible, and uh, he got free from a demon. Amen. But it was so, I was, it was, it was, it was, I didn't have to play a choir music and have to go and do anything weird. It was just playing video games. Oh, presence of God. Boom. Free. Amen. So you don't have to prove anything. You'd, I'm going to say it again for the people in the back. Amen. Not you guys. I'm, it's a saying. It's a saying, you know. Maybe the people in the front need to hear it. Amen. Or the people in the second row in this huge auditorium this morning. Someone says, I told someone what God told me, and they didn't believe me. Who cares? Who cares? If God spoke to you, do it. Do it. And the fruit will speak for it. Let the fruit speak. Let the fruit speak. Let the results speak. Let the fruit speak for itself. People can think you're totally crazy. They probably will. <laughs> They're probably going to think you're out to lunch. They haven't even had breakfast yet, so it doesn't matter. So, so just go for it. Amen. Because it's the willing and the obedient will eat of the good of the land. If you don't do what God's telling you to do just because other people aren't getting on board, for, forget it, man. Forget it. Come on. You just go for it. If all the Kashokton is against you and God's for you, you're going to go straight to the top. Amen. But if all of Kashokton is for you and God's against you, you're a dead man. Amen. But God is for you. Can you say amen? amen. So stop trying to prove things to people, how spiritual you are, whatever. Uh, please. If God spoke it, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Put your hands to the work. Put your hands to the plow. Go for it. You don't have to prove anything. Amen. I have people, they don't believe in the vision God gave me. I don't say, you don't believe me? Well, I'll tell you why he spoke to me. Da, da, da. I, I say, you know, well, that's fine. I probably wouldn't believe it if I was you either. <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. I wouldn't believe it either. Amen. You're, you know. Because when God speaks, 
Many times it, it doesn't even make sense. Right, it does. Go to Coshocton. <laughs> Lord, are you okay up there? Are you? <laughs> Build an ark. Build an ark. <laughs> if I see one of you in 2020 building an ark because of this message. <laughs> Lord told me to do it, Pastor. <laughs> but I'll say this if he says build an ark, don't build a canoe. <laughs> you better build a big. Amen. Did this help anyone this morning? So when he says it, do it.